"'Twas the night before Christmas when all through the land Fox News warned its viewers of a dastardly plan. The liberals were launching their war on the season to get rid of Christmas and commit acts of treason, removing decorations out of their sight and telling you that Santa and Jesus ain't white. Environmentalists will come right after your soul. They hate all things Christmas, especially the coal. They'll sneak in your house all dressed in their flannel and instead give the bad kids some new solar panels. They'll take up all decorations that please us. They'll even go after tiny baby Jesus. Now all these Fox lies cause such a frustration. Who would save us all from this misinformation? When live from the net there came lots of chatter. Could it be old Saint Nick or perhaps someone fatter? Broadcasting from New Orleans down in Louisiana, it was none other than Liberal Dan. Coming to save the holiday season, busting through their lies with facts, logic, and reason. But I cannot do it myself, he exclaimed. So he called other groups, each one by name. On Christians, on Muslims, on Wiccans, on Jews, on Hindus, on Buddhists, and atheists too. Let's all spread the word and tell them indeed that there's no war on Christmas, just one on greed. So instead of joining this manufactured fight, listen to Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. Liberal Dan Radio, talk from the left, that's right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman, coming at you from New Orleans, Louisiana. To join the conversation, it's area code 914-803-4131. That is 914-803-4131. You can also leave your comments, questions, concerns, etc. over uh, in the chat. If you have Blog Talk Radio account, that is free. You can go to the episode page, sign in with that free blogtalkradio.com account, and join us at the bottom of the page in the chat room there. Or if you're watching live on YouTube, you can also leave your questions and comments there, and I'll respond to them as I get to them. Uh, if you're listening after the live broadcast, leave your comments over on the show thread at liberaldan.com, facebook.com slash liberaldan, or respond at liberaldanradio on Twitter. And of course, you can always leave your comments on the comment thread on YouTube as well. So lots of stuff to talk about tonight, uh, going over some of the brief headlines of the week. Uh, the Senate apparently just passed a bill that would overturn Joe Biden's uh, vaccine mandate for businesses of more than 100 people. Of course, it just passed the Senate, and it only needed two Democrats to help push it along the way. And it's like, likely to not pass the House, so it's not a big deal. But I guess the Republicans got to do something. Um, so I guess that makes them feel good instead of not doing anything like they normally do. Uh, Scott Peterson, who was convicted of killing his pregnant wife a long, long time ago, uh, Lacey Peterson, he has been resentenced to life imprisonment. I guess the death penalty was tossed out. I remember that correctly, and he's still trying to fight the conviction overall. His sister still believes that he is not guilty. Uh, Mark Meadows is suing Pelosi and the January 6th committee members as they push to hold him in contempt of court for not wanting to uh, cooperate with the subpoena. Uh, what do they have to hide? Uh, that's the one thing. Like, what, what, To me, you know, not wanting to do anything, not wanting to talk and testify pretty much just shows that they're, they're likely uh, 
hiding something. Uh, let's see what else. What else is good in the news today? Uh, California is positioning itself as a refuge refuge of abortion rights, uh, and it hopes uh, it, just in case uh, the ruling goes as some people think it might go, uh, <coughs> and overturning Roe versus Wade overall instead of just upholding the individual Mississippi law. Uh, Mitch McConnell and uh, Chuck Schumer got a debt deal done again. I don't know why we have debt ceilings to begin with. The Constitution said you can't question the debt in the United States, so then why would you put a ceiling on it? Uh, of course, we should try and not have a debt when possible, but, you know, tough times. Sometimes you have to dip into the credit card. So um, Devin Nunes and his cow, I guess, are going supposedly, there's a funny Twitter account about Devin Nunes and his cow um, because of his whole claiming that he's a farmer because he owns one cow or something like that. Uh, he's tr- he's uh, going to be leaving Congress to go join up with Donald Trump in his new fake Twitter. Uh, yeah, uh, that should be interesting. Apparently somebody has contributed up to a billion dollars towards this new uh, online venture, which just makes people think, well, if, if Trump is beholden to these people for millions, if not billions of dollars, then what kind of security threat would he be if he was able to regain the presidency? Over in Germany, uh, Chancellor Merkel has handed over the chancellor's office to uh, Schultz, Olaf Schultz, not the Olaf from Frozen, but Olaf Schultz. Um, let's see what else. I think that's about it for this week's headlines. I didn't write it all out and have too many stuff I wanted to talk about because I did want to get to some of the topics of this week, um, including the hypocrisy of being pro-life. Uh, however, one thing I did want to talk about first is because we didn't get to play the um, – well, this, that's the whole block. I don't have to stop the two isolated. I could just, I could just freeze it. I guess. Uh, here we go. Using gerrymandering, voter suppression, and other nefarious tactics, the Republican Party has manipulated our electoral system to maintain as much control as possible, despite being a party in the minority. Liberal Dan Radio seeks to change that, and I need your help in doing so. Liberal Dan Radio has partnered with Levelfield to help us use tools that are typically only available to big money donors. When you go to StopTheCoup.LiberalDan.com and make your contribution, it will encourage other voters to reach out to their legislators to pass legislation to stop gerrymandering and voter suppression and target elected officials who refuse to protect the vote. Every eligible voter should be able to cast a ballot, and that ballot should have the same power as everyone else. I can't do this alone. I need your help. So please go to StopTheCoup.LiberalDan.com and make your contribution today. That's StopTheCoup.LiberalDan.com. StopTheCoup.LiberalDan.com. Political advertising paid for by Levelfield. Contributions are not tax deductible as charitable contributions. All right, there you go. StopTheCoup.LiberalDan.com. The link should be in the both. Uh, uh, link should be on the uh, YouTube video down below. If you're watching on YouTube, and it's just S-T-O-P-T-H-E-C-O-U-P.LiberalDan.com. It will bring you there. I'll be working on promoting or pushing out some more of the Stop the Coup videos about gerrymandering and how badly each state fails to represent its citizens when it comes to, uh, not each state, but again, certain states, many states, I should say. Uh, There are some states like Colorado who represent their 
uh, voters pretty well, although the the, the redraw of the uh, districts do, does seem to be a little bit problematic in, in some circumstances and does seem to give potentially the Republicans a little more say than maybe they should. Uh, however, um, it's not as egregious. It's not nearly as egregious as uh, some of the other states and Colorado's plans to, to, when they when it you go watch the video. I'm not going to go much into it. Go watch uh, the video about the, the with Colorado in it to see how well Colorado does as compared to many of the other states. Um, so there's that. So while we're going to be talking about you know the hypocrisy of being pro life, I did want to make sure to push that out there first to be able to get y'all just hey if you're watching just. Go please support that $5. Help me spread the word. Go share the link if you can't afford to contribute the five bucks or whatever. Um, and just go ahead and, you know, just, you know, help, help me spread the word. I would love to be able to get a billboard out there. I would love to be able to, to you know, funnel some funds to towards, you know, causes that are going to help either target, you know, certain seats to make, to make those seats you know, a little more competitive, you know, there, there's no limit as to what we can do except for the law, obviously. But if, if we can get this ball rolling and get this, get these funds in, we could make a real difference, but I need your help. So I'm asking everyone for your help uh, to come, you know, five bucks and gerrymandering shouldn't be a partisan issue. Gerrymandering hurts liberal voters in red states. Gerrymandering hurts conservative voters in blue states. People in blue states who are, who are gerrymandered out of having less say are harmed like the voters that are liberal in red states. Of course, I'm going to show that at the end of the day, it'll show that the ways that districts are drawn in Republican districts end up disenfranchising many more liberals and conservatives get disenfranchised by how the seats are drawn. And there are some seats where it's like, I don't know how you would draw it differently. Maybe you need another mechanism to represent. And that's a whole different story for a whole nother day. Um, but currently the Republicans have the advantage and we've only made it through, uh, the sixes and sevens. And once we get to eight, nine, 10, et cetera, we're going to see a lot more advantages being gained by the Republican party. Um, now California does give a minor edge to the, not, not so minor edge to the Democrats, but we're going to see just how far the Republicans are when we get to California, just to see how badly it really is. Um, so again, stop the coup.liberaldan.com is the place to go. And if you want to support uh, that cause, again, it, it should not be partisan. And I'm trying to not be partisan about this. I'm being factual. If Democrats and liberals were worse on gerrymandering, I would be very hard on that. I would be harder on them. It's just not the case that it is. But I will point out when blue states do disenfranchise conservative voters in those states. So. That's as fair as I can be, and that's as fair as you know. I'm willing to. That's as fair as I should be, because it's the truth. <laughs> I'm going to tell the truth about it, regardless of whether or not it's critical of Democrats or critical of Republicans. That's the way I try and roll here on Liberal Day and Radio. If I see Democrats, liberals, leftists, progressives, etc., doing the wrong things, I'm going to stand up and I'm going to say something, and that's that's the way it is. Now, do I have to do that as much? You know, there, there are plenty of other people who will be critical of liberals as well. So a lot of my criticisms are going to be towards more, more conservatives because I see conservatism as more of a threat uh, than liberalism is. But when again, if a liberal does something that's wrong, something that I disagree with, I'm going to be critical of them 100% of the time. So 
let's go, let's go ahead and take the first commercial break. We will uh, take your calls as well. 914-803-4131. That is 914-803-4131. This is Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left. That's right. Are you planning a trip to Disney soon? Do you want help avoiding spending mistakes and making the most of your vacation? Then check out BudgetEars.com, a new site devoted to helping you get the most mouse for your money. What kinds of tickets should you get? Is the dining plan a good deal for you? Should you stay on grounds or not? Should you buy park hoppers? Many other sites are filled with information about what other people like to do, but BudgetEars is geared to help you make the best decision for you. So check out BudgetEars.com or go to YouTube.com slash BudgetEars and help make your trip the best it can be. BudgetEars.com is not a travel agency and it is not affiliated with the Disney Corporation or any of its holdings. In a world gone mad, one progressive will do a bad movie trailer guy impression to get you to listen to his show. There's only one thing that I like better than the liberal band radio minicast. All right, Bill, that's enough of that. On the Liberal Dan Radio minicast, you will hear an honest discussion of the day's issues with some personal bits in between. You might even hear what the other side has to say, sometimes even in their own voices. So become one of the Liberal Dan family, because family means no one gets left behind or forgotten. To hear those bad impressions and more, tune into the Liberal Dan Radio minicast. Talk from the left, that's right. And I think to myself, what a wonderful show. Mm, yeah. If you enjoy Liberal Dan Radio, there's many ways that you can support the show. You can subscribe to the YouTube channel. You can like me on Facebook or follow me on Twitter or TikTok. And you can become a Liberal Dan Patreon. For as little as $3 a month, you can get a shout out. Higher levels get the opportunity to vote on what I do next on the podcast, the minicast, or on YouTube. You can even buy commercial advertising or sponsor bits. So go to patreon.liberaldan.com and support the show today. Hey there, podcast listeners. This is Demonox, host of The World According to Knox. It's time for Season 2 where I take you on another trip through my world. The world of movies, video games, pop culture, and more. Relate them to the world around you. Don't forget to leave a question for Marscat and find me on Twitter by the handle xdemonox. Letter X like X-Men, D-E-M-I-N-O-X. Now enjoy the rest of your podcast. Welcome back to Liberal Dane Radio, Talk from the Left, That's Right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman, coming at you from New Orleans, Louisiana. To join the conversation, it's 914-803-4131. That is 914-803-4131. And, of course, you can always join us in the blogtalkradio.com chat or in the YouTube chat room as well. Uh, so today we're going to be talking about the hypocrisy of being pro-life. Um, 
it really is. Well, first and foremost, let's talk about what being pro-life does. What does it mean when you're pro-life? What does it mean? What do you, what, what do you end up doing? What, what, what do pro-life politicians end up doing? Do they, do they help fight abortion rates? Or, or do they just punish people for not gestating when they want them to? Because pretty much pro-life turns out to be just uh, pro-gestation. So what happened in Florida? And I've talked about this on the show before, but what happened in Florida? Jeb Bush was governor of Florida at the time. He defunded Planned Parenthood. Planned Parenthood had a certain budget, and he cut the budget by a certain amount. So he defunded them, um, which meant Planned Parenthood couldn't afford to operate in certain areas, in certain counties of the state. And in those counties in the state, uh, Planned Parenthood was the only option for people to get prenatal care. Because, again, Planned Parenthood is is not just about abortion. Planned Parenthood is about a whole bunch of other stuff, including prenatal care. Women can go to Planned Parenthood. If you're pregnant, you can go to Planned Parenthood and get prenatal care. Simple as that. And they were they were clinics, and there are, there are other people who go to Planned Parenthood for other many other non pregnancy re- reasons as well, especially when they're the only Medicare providing clinic in the state. And when the state says, "Well, we're going to slash your funds," well, they have to make decisions, and they close down clinics in rural areas in in uh, Florida. So the people who were pregnant and wanted to remain pregnant lost access to prenatal care, which made their pregnancies more risky because they weren't getting the needed care that you need to get when you are just, you know, get your checkups, get your prenatal checkups, make sure that nothing's wrong. Get your sonograms, ultrasounds, get tested. Make sure you're not having, you know, gestational diabetes or preeclampsia. You know, there's many different situations that you can have where you, you, you might have to be checked up on, but no, they lost their clinics. So, so people who are pregnant, who wanted to remain pregnant, couldn't get the care that they needed. And, well, well, well what do they care? They care about abortions. After Jeb Bush defunded Planned Parenthood in the state of Florida, the abortion rate went up for the rest of his term. So you didn't decrease abortions by doing that. You didn't solve the problem that you were thinking. It just shot it up. Now, what happens if abortion is banned? You know, let's say Mississippi. Mississippi doesn't have, I think the Mississippi ban doesn't include rape, uh, um, doesn't include incest. And uh, it was 15 weeks is, is where they put draw the line. Now, in the oral arguments discussing the case of the, the single soul abortion clinic in the state of Mississippi, there were some interesting arguments that were made. It seemed that uh, Justice Roberts was trying to bring somebody along with him to basically say, look, this is, he basically made the argument, this isn't about Roe v. Wade. This is about the weeks. This isn't about the privacy issue. This isn't about the right of somebody to have abortion. Uh, this is about weeks because Roe v. Wade sets viability as the standard 
why can't you, Justice Roberts asks, why can't you put it at 15 weeks? And he wants, he wants to narrow, make this ruling as narrow as possible. Why? Because Justice Roberts seems to support, maybe his twisted way, but he seems to, to actually support stare decisis. He supports the idea that if you are, uh, if you have Supreme Court precedent, uh, you, you follow it. One example of this is when he voted, there was no precedent, I guess, on admitting privileges. Uh, when some states decided, hey, we're going to try and make it so that if you're an abortion doctor, you have to have admitting privileges at a state hospital. And if you don't have admitting privileges at a state hospital, you can't operate your abortion clinic. And Justice Roberts voted yes, that that was okay in the Texas case. But at the time, you still had Justice Kennedy, you still had Ruth Bader Ginsburg. So it failed five to four. So when it came back around with the Louisiana case, it basically was worded the exact same way. What did Justice Roberts do? Does Justice Roberts take the opportunity to say, hey, we're going we're gonna to over, not overturn this law because now I have the chance because there's, at the time I think uh, it was 8-8 at the time. I don't think you had 4-4. Four to four. I think it was just 4 to, could have been 4-4 four to four because I think at that point Ginsburg had passed on. But no. Roberts said, hey, this is the precedent of the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court has already ruled that you don't, that that's not okay, that you, that requiring uh, admitting privileges for abortion doctors uh, is, is not something that's constitutional. It's, it, it violates, you know, somebody's right to get an abortion by doing that, uh, by putting unneeded requirements on it. Um, and he went ahead and voted with the liberal justices on it because he stood, you know, he said what he believed in. Now, what I, what I say that, you know, with if he, if he goes against the whole viability standard of Roe and then allows allows the Mississippi standard to come down to 15 weeks, does, is that upholding stare decisis? I don't know, but I think he's trying to uphold stare decisis in this case as much as he can. Um, if he can, if I guess if he thinks if he can bring like Kavanaugh over, or if he can bring, I don't think he's bringing Barrett over. I don't even think he can bring Gorsuch over. I think Kavanaugh is his only hope. Uh, if you can bring Kavanaugh with him to say, hey, this is a narrow ruling on the Mississippi law that only discusses the number of weeks and doesn't deal with the overall right to have an abortion. If that's what he does, and that that that's him trying to maintain current Supreme Court precedent as much as he can. Because I think he understands potentially that if he fights too hard and he says, no, this, is, this, this whole thing is rubbish because it violates you know, the, the, the already existing rulings that have supported the idea that people have the right to get an abortion, they have the right to body autonomy, uh, they have the right to say which, you know, have a say over what goes on with their own body when it comes to whether or not another organism can use their body without their consent um you know i think if he had his way potentially he would say you know what let's oh let let's this this mississippi rules is law is unconstitutional all out but i think he's trying to i think he sees the potential writing on the wall that you can't that he's not going to get everything that he wants with that so i think he's trying to make the argument tailor the argument in such a way that's going to make it be okay. Well, let's try and bring at least one person over and say, okay, 
15 weeks is fine, and that's all we're dealing with. The, the restriction at 15 weeks is fine. You can restrict at 15 weeks, we're not, but we're not going to touch the overall right of having an abortion under 15 weeks. I think that's, that's him, I guess, saving the precedent, saving the stare decisis. Now, I could be wrong. I could be giving him far too much credit. Um, I didn't like his ruling in um, or his argument that he made in uh, the ruling that overturned the Voting Rights Act, uh, parts three and four, uh, when he made the argument that um, we don't need this anymore because racism isn't is in, is in existence, is, isn't as bad of a problem as it was back then. And I'm like, uh, no, that's like saying you don't need the Mississippi River levees because the Mississippi River hasn't flooded. But the reason the, reason, the, reason the Mississippi River hasn't flooded is because of the levees. It's a ridiculous argument. Um, so I don't I just, so I don't necessarily have that much faith in him, but of the six existing conservative justices out there, I do believe that he is the most reasonable one and the most one one who's most likely to support the idea of stare decisis. I also think that um, you know all the the rest of them, you know, they talk about Kavanaugh was speaking and he basically made it sound like he was going to look for a reason to, you know, send it back to the states. Um, but the states don't have the power because states have powers and people have rights. And if abortion is a right, then a state should have a power to trump somebody's right. Simple. Should be simple. But it's not because they don't get that. Uh, but even though he's talked about legal precedent, him, Gorsuch, Barrett, Alito, all talked about. Supreme Court precedents and stare decisis and how they support it. But that was all a bunch of malarkey, hogwash, fooey, whatever you want to call it. All of those, all of those arguments that they made lied. They lied. They were, I believe they were under oath. I wonder if there's any way, but of course, if you tried to impeach somebody for lying under oath during a, during a, uh, a confirmation hearing, you know, in order to impeach somebody, you need two thirds in the Senate. And there's no way that, uh, 17 Republicans are going to say, yeah, let's kick out, you know, let's kick out Gorsuch and let's kick out Alito for being a hypocrite because they lied under oath when they, when they came to our, us to, to give their testimony over what they believe is, you know, the law. So no, that's not going to happen. Just like it was never going to happen for Trump to be impeached or to be removed. He was impeached. He wasn't going to be removed as a result of his being impeached twice. So, so, but this is, you know, why conservatives, you know, you have the hypocrisy of the people with the stare decisis. There's that. But again, you know, you have hypocrisy when it comes to COVID as well. Let's go ahead and play uh, this week's Words of Redneck Wisdom and I'll, we'll get back to the topic of the hypocrisy of pro-lifers, supposed pro-lifers, uh, because they're not really pro-life. They're just pro-for-gestation. So let's hear this week's words of wedneck wisdom. Wedneck wisdom, as I say so easily. And now, words of redneck wisdom, brought to you by Liberal Dan Radio. Hold on this. Uh, the Blasio decree. I mean, 
Why would anybody comply with anything this idiot demands they do? I mean, why don't they laugh in his face? I mean, he don't got the power to do that. I mean, right? a, a federal judge just uh, said Biden couldn't do it. How does... How in the hell does a mayor think he's got the power to do it? <laughs> I would laugh in his face. I mean, uh, here in Indiana, where I live, I don't wear a mask. Uh, I haven't had COVID. Uh, I, I had a stroke recently. I got sugar diabetes. And, uh, I, hell, I, I don't wash my hands every five minutes. Uh, nobody right. around here pays any attention to that crap, hell. I, matter of fact, <laughs> I scratch my backside the same finger I picked my nose. And this concludes Words of Redneck Wisdom, brought to you by Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. All right, I had to end there. At the, I picked my backside with the same finger that I picked my nose. I mean, I reckon that's some good... I uh, uh, wonder, wonder what he picks first. Uh, but, but the weird thing is that, I guess, hypocrisy is a conservative prerequisite. Don't get me wrong. I mean, they talk about so-called states' rights all the time. States' rights, states' rights. No such thing as states' rights. States have powers and people have rights. And every conservative who's listening right now or listening, you know, at some point later is going to be like, but the Tenth Amendment, the Tenth Amendment doesn't even mention the word right at all. There's no single mention of the word right. In the Tenth Amendment, there's mention of the word right. The Ninth Amendment, which is the redheaded stepchild of the constitutional amendments, but rights belong to people, powers belong to government and the people. But people do not have the right, the people do not have the power to, or shouldn't have the power, be considered to have the power to, you know, violate somebody's rights. But furthermore, they don't even understand the Tenth Amendment because the Tenth Amendment powers, if, 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 Biden doesn't have the power to do what he's doing, then the the state of New York and the local governments automatically get that power. They don't understand it. They don't understand how their own constitution works. If the judges rule that it's not something that the federal government can do, it's not something that Biden can do, it's not something that, that can be done at a federal level, Guess what? Then it goes to the states. It's a state power then. But the Blasio, to say that because Biden doesn't have the power means that de Blasio would also not have the power is absurd. It's con- contradictory. Of course, he doesn't wear masks. I'm sure he's not vaccinated. I'm sure he's not social distancing. I think they said they drink, he drinks out the same water trough in one of them, but it was too much. Too, it was getting too long of a bit. Um, you know, he, he's had a stroke. He has sugar diabetes, I guess is what he said. Uh, he should be hoping that other people get vaccinated and mask up and social distance so that he doesn't get sick because he's one of the high risk people. But no, he's not going to listen to that. He would laugh in his face, picking his nose or butt with the same finger. But again, this whole thing with COVID has just shown that none of these people are pro-life. They don't care about life. They don't care. They believe that they have the freedom to do whatever they want. 
And if they if their actions kill somebody else because they helped spread the disease and killed someone's grandma or killed someone's kid or killed someone's mom, dad, whatever, they don't. It's, it's freedom. Freedom. That's all they're gonna say is freedom. Freedom. But they don't care. They're not pro-life. If they were pro-life, they'd be like, oh, we need to make sure to mask up and be socially distanced and get vaccinated and make sure that we fight the virus and make sure that we don't enable the virus to spread from person to person so that we don't harm the people that that are most at risk, most vulnerable. Someone's going to make the argument, well, that I have the freedom to have an abortion. Nope. That's to protect sanctity of life. They don't believe in the sanctity of life. If they believe in the sanctity of life, they would support the protection of the people around them by doing things like masking and social distancing and all that other jazz. But they don't. They're constantly fighting masking. They, well, they want kids to go unmasked when the kids aren't vaccinated. My kid in school, right before Thanksgiving break, um, we got an email from the school that said that there was that there was a an issue in the classroom and that uh, apparently according to my son like half the class was was asked to leave the classroom why because there was a somebody who had covid came in close contact with the people in the classroom and those the half of the classroom that had to leave guess what they weren't vaccinated and these people want them to not be masked. These people don't want to enforce social distancing. Hell, it's hard getting the school to social distance properly. Like, and they're pretty good about it for the most part. But sometimes I'm like, uh, went to the first day and I was like, uh, these desks are not socially distanced. What's going on here? Why, why are these desks not socially distanced? I went to the school and I was, and I, and I raised my hand and I was like, excuse me, um, I've seen no less than nine people walk through here not properly masked, including some of your staff, some of the people working here. And this is in a good area. I'm sure in other areas, they just walk around all free. I went to Costco the other day. Well, Costco is typically a place that, inf- that, that used to enforce masking, but now they're not, again, they're not doing it again because we're ridiculous when it comes to, oh, well, we don't need to mask now because the numbers are down. It's, again, we, we don't need to mask because the numbers are down, which tells me, well, again, we don't, need the, we don't need the Mississippi River levees because the Mississippi River hasn't flooded us yet. Okay, you're, you're confusing everything. Hey, Cecilia, Johns, how are you? Vask Tech. What do you mean by Vask Tech? I don't know what that means. Um... No, if if you're not going to sit here and you're not going to do the right thing and mask up and social distance and and be responsible during a pandemic, you can't tell me that you're pro-life. It's just as simple as that. You can't tell me that you support life because 700,000 plus people have died from COVID-19 and many of those deaths were preventable if we would have done the right thing. But we didn't do the right thing because there are people who are selfish in this country who think that their rights and freedoms trump the rights of other people's rights and freedoms not get sick and not die. So, no, y'all aren't pro-life, not one iota, if you think that it's okay to walk around in a pandemic in a way that puts other people at risk. Sorry, it's just not how it works. 
So let's go ahead and take our next commercial break. Come back, take your calls as well. Uh, 504, I'm sorry, no. 914-803-4131. 914-803-4131. This is Liberal Band Radio. Talk from the left. That's right. host of the Percy Podcast. What is the Percy Podcast? <laughs> well, it's pretty much the smoothest talking host you'll ever hear in your life talking about all kinds of things, political things, nerdy things, fun things, not so fun things. Go ahead, give a listen and follow at the Percy Podcast for more updates and information. Why not sit back and take a listen to one of the best podcasts you'll ever hear and no one else will. <laughs> Catch you on the tune. Do you want to set money aside for a rainy day? Do you want to open an account that will give you a savings bonus each month? What if I told you that you can get both and have a chance to win $10 million? Yada is an FDIC-insured bank, and when you go to yada.liberaldan.com, open an account, and make your first deposit, you will get 100 entries into the next weekly drawing. You will also get entries each week you have a balance. So go to yada.liberaldan.com. That's Y-O-T-T-A dot liberaldan.com. Using gerrymandering, voter suppression, and other nefarious tactics, the Republican Party has manipulated our electoral system to maintain as much control as possible despite being a party in the minority. Liberal Dan Radio seeks to change that, and I need your help in doing so. Liberal Dan Radio has partnered with Levelfield to help us use tools that are typically only available to big money donors. When you go to StopTheCoup.LiberalDan.com and make your contribution, it will encourage other voters to reach out to their legislators to pass legislation to stop gerrymandering and voter suppression and target elected officials who refuse to protect the vote. Every eligible voter should be able to cast a ballot, and that ballot should have the same power as everyone else. I can't do this alone. I need your help. So please go to StopTheCoup.LiberalDan.com and make your contribution today. That's StopTheCoup.LiberalDan.com. StopTheCoup.LiberalDan.com. Political advertising paid for by Levelfield. Contributions are not tax-deductible as charitable contributions. And welcome back to Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman, coming at you from New Orleans, Louisiana, to join the conversation. It's area code 914-803-4131. That is 914-803-4131. Again, you can join us in the chat in blogtalkradio.com. Go to uh, my page, blogtalkradio.com slash liberaldan. Sign in with your free account. Go to the episode page, and you can join us in the chat room down there. Uh, you can also go to youtube.com slash liberaldanradio and join the chat over on YouTube in the live stream. Finally, uh, if you're listening after the live podcast, you can always leave your comments, questions, concerns over on the show thread at liberaldan.com, facebook.com slash liberaldan, at liberaldanradio on Twitter, and, of course, always 
again, on the YouTube channel comment thread as well. Do want to give a big shout out uh, to uh, my little brother, the host of the most Percy podcast, Nimbus Yosh. Um, waiting for another episode to drop. So hopefully that comes soon. Uh, also want to give shouts out to Demonox who couldn't make it into the chat today. Uh, but shout out to you for being the first liberal Dan radio patron uh, on patreon.liberaldan.com or liberaldan.com or patreon.com slash liberal Dan. Uh, also shouts out to your boy, Chris and to uh, Cesar, my friend out in California for also both supporting the show. You can support the show as well. I still have, Black Friday deals on advertising. If you want to advertise in the show, those may shut down shortly. I probably was going to do it last week, but I decided not to. I kept them up for a little bit longer. So if you want to advertise on the show, sponsor bits, sponsor the hour, etc., we can go ahead and set that up. Just patreon.com slash liberal Dan. I also want to say, sorry, I wasn't here last week. Uh, we didn't have internet. Uh, so that's why it's important if you want to hear the show live and I'm not here for some, whatever reason. And if I can update, I will. I will have Twitter and I, I updated at Liberal Dan Radio on Twitter. I also updated Facebook, I believe. Uh, so everybody could uh, who follows those places could see that the show was not going to be happening that week. Um, so again, talking about the hypocrisy of being pro-life, we've already talked about how pro-life politicians don't really care about uh, punishing or preventing abortions. Uh, again, I, I compared, you know, the, the, what happened in Florida with Jeb Bush, uh, where abortions went up after he defunded Planned Parenthood. What I didn't include was the fact that when you had Hickenlooper in charge of Col- Colorado, uh, they applied, uh, enabled free contraception to everybody, regardless of insurance, regardless of whatever. You could get free contraception. Um, and what happened? their unwanted pregnancies went down, especially teen pregnancies. They dropped, which means abortions dropped because less unwanted pregnancies means less abortions. So if you really want to stop abortions and reduce their overall numbers, you want to implement liberal progressive policies. It doesn't seek to criminalize the behavior. It just seeks to, you know, make sure that every pregnancy is a planned one, a wanted one. But nobody should be forced to take that risk. But this story isn't even about that. I mean, I'm going to say that because that's my feeling. I don't, I don't believe in any restrictions on abortion. Now, if you want to have, like, laws on clinics, as long as those same laws apply to other clinics, fine. You know, when, when it comes to, like, health standards, like, if you want to have certain amounts of – or certain amount of sanitary conditions that you want to have, you want to take place. You don't want to be a dirty room because it's going to happen when you ban abortions. There are going to be people who will be, will be pregnant who will be going to these dirty rooms, check and see, you know, because they want to, they want to be able to go into, because they're not going to be able to go to California. They're not going to be able to afford to go from like Texas to California. They might go to a dirty back alley place that's doing it you know, on the down low, or they might cross the border into Mexico and be like, I, I need to get an abortion. And then, you know, hopefully they find a place that's clean, but they shouldn't have to do all that. Then you're going to have other people who take other drastic measures. And then you have, what, are you 46? If you, you know, some people are going to manage to get it, you know, via mail, I'm sure, and they'll take care of it that way. But other people who don't have access won't be able to get it. So it's going to be a very classist ban. And, and I guarantee you that the rich Republicans who support this, if their daughter ends up knocked up, guess what's happening? 
They're going to fly them out the country. They're going to fly them to California. They're going to fly them to some state where it's legal because they, they're not going to want to have their children dealing with this mess. It's just other people who have to deal with it. And that's, again, that is even more hypocrisy on the part of the people that are pro-life because I've seen it happen. You know, the, you, you hear these, there, if you go look online, there's stories of, of people who work in abortion clinics who will be like, I saw this woman out there. She was protesting and protesting and protesting. And what happened? She got pregnant. Guess where she went? The same clinic she was protesting at. And she got an abortion because they're hypocrites. Because it it's laws for laws for thee, but not for me. They don't want. They want to stop you from doing it, but they're going to do it if they're inconvenienced. Where they're also inconvenienced is when it comes to school shooting because. They have such a gun fetish. There's such a fetish with guns and rifles in this country. And and they won't do it. If they were really pro-life, they would do something about the gun epidemic of gun violence in this country. The epidemic of gun violence, of school violence, the amount of school shootings that take place. They would do something about all this. They would make sure that you can, you know... Be safe in school, but no. Instead, we have a situation where, and this is ridiculous, because apparently the parents of the of the kid who shot up the school, they went and got themselves a high-priced attorney for them, according to the news, but the kid's still getting a public defender. What the heck is that about? They just, I mean, they, they're already qualified for parents of the year when they were they found out that they were going to be arrested and, and, they, and they leave the kid in jail. While they go flee, like, who are you? What kind of parents are you that you're not going to stand by your child? Maybe they're trying to make it seem like they're such bad parents that this kid had no moral compass because he just didn't. It's it's ridiculous how, how how bad these parents are. It's also ridiculous how bad these conservatives are when it comes to being hypocrites. Because, again, they, they don't want to stop this gun violence. They, they, will, they will bend over. Now's not the time to politicize the death of the – But I, can, I don't even know if Mitch McConnell said it yet. But I'm just way, I'm sure he did. Now is not the time for us to politicize uh, this issue, and we should, we should be thinking about the families right now and the, and the unfortunate deaths that took place at that high school. In the, in, but we should – in the Aurora, in the Aurora School District – we should not be making this a political issue right now. That's what McConnell w- would say if he hasn't already said it. That's what many of the we should not politicize this. This is this is a, this is absolutely the time to politicize this issue because it's in for it's in the forefront of everyone's head. Everyone's seeing that this kid shot up at school for whatever reason. They should absolutely be making this a political issue right now. They need to they need to to do a full court press and be like, look, the only way we stop this is if we do common sense measures on guns in, in this country. I'm not saying we have to take away everybody's guns, but we have to make some common sense measures. Make sure that people who own guns should be owning them. Make sure that people get background checks. Make sure that we are much stricter about you know guns in schools. And make sure that, you know, if these parents do manage to get off because they don't find them guilty because there's no laws in that state about, or particularly about having, 
your gun's locked up and who knows what's going to happen with it. I mean, the parents should get criminal negligence. I mean, it seems like they knew something was going on, but they joked about it. Like they meant like, you know, they were mad because he was, the, the kid was looking up uh, bullets or where to buy bullets or ammunition or whatever online. And the, and the mom was like, I'm not mad at you. Just don't get caught. What kind of lesson is that setting for your kid? But it's also enabling your kid to go do what he did, which should potentially open them up to criminal liability when it comes to this. So that's why I came up with this week's Hypocrite of the Week. This week's Hypocrites of the Week are the people who claim to be pro-life but are only pro-forced gestation because if they were really pro-life, they would make sure everyone had affordable health care, wouldn't fight people getting food stamps, wouldn't fight masking, social distancing, or vaccines with the COVID-19 pandemic, and would take steps to stop the epidemic of gun violence in our country, especially in our schools. To see who next week's Hypocrite of the Week will be, tune in to Liberal Band Radio, Talk from the Left, that's right, Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Central on blogtalkradio.com slash liberaldan. There you go. This week's Hypocrites of the Week are all the people who claim to be pro-life, but who refuse to take action to protect people's lives in other places, who refuse to mask up, refuse to social distance, fight vaccines, spread misinformation about vaccines. You know, they hear one little bit of information, they're like, ooh, let's spread this around. You know, the internet has been a wonderful place and, and, and allows us to do various, many wonderful things, communicate across long distances vi- with video. It allows me to do this. It allows me to have a podcast and state my opinions on the views. It allows me to, you know, to, to chat with family across the country instantaneously. It allows me to play games online. It allows for a lot of, it allows me to work from home. I can work from home because of the internet. I get to work from home. I get to sit in my underwear programming five days a week. Why? Because of the internet. But the internet also has enabled us to be able to spread misinformation much faster and allow the people who would, you know, normally if we didn't have the internet and you just had like, you know, they might be stuck to like little small groups here and there. And maybe they might, you know, find one in the next town over. But now that you have the internet, not only can these people share the bad information with each other and hype each other up, they're also going to convince other people who are easily convinced about all of these incorrect things. Oh, well, that's right. That sounds good. I'm just going to pick my, my, my nose and my butt with my same finger while listening to all this malarkey. <sighs> anyway, so a quick episode of, of, of the podcast this week, but I do think I'm going to call it an end uh, because I pretty much made every point that I want to make. It is what it is. Thank you, Donald. Uh, anyway, so let's go ahead and bloop, bloop, bloop. we're going to end this week's episode of Liberal Dane Radio. Talk from the left. That's right. We will be back here next Wednesday, 8 p.m. Central, blogtalkradio.com slash Liberal Dan and Liberal Dan Radio here on YouTube. We'll be able to hear uh, the war before Christmas again because uh, up until Christmas, that's when we get to play this audio. So you get to hear that, the intro, for two more weeks at least. So, again, thank you very much for listening to the show. Make sure to subscribe here. Go to stopthecoup.liberalband.com to make sure to support that cause as well. Um, and just follow me all over my social media channels. It's the best thing you can do. So next week, have a good day. Thank you.
what's called science. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.